and go with him where he calls us. So three points on how we get there. The first way that we do this is that we have to link to God. We have to link to God. Now when you read the verse that I was reading before, it says, indeed the hour is coming, has now come, that you will be scattered each to his own. Each to his own. So we will be scattered to ourselves. Now I want you to think about that. Have you ever been in a situation in your life where you really want to do something? And people are like, it's probably not a good idea to do this. I wouldn't do it. Don't, you know, think about this thing, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear it, right? And what do I do? I create an echo chamber. I'm an echo chamber, an echo chamber, this is a place where what I say continues to bounce off the walls and come right back to my ears. That means the only thing I hear is myself. And my voice matters, and my opinion matters, and I lean on my understanding. But the problem is when we are alone, we are arrogant. When we are alone, we are arrogant. We leave no room for others, and we leave no room for honesty and accountability because we're living in isolation. And with that being said, this is how we get scattered. This is how we get separated from God, is we're obsessed with our own voice. We're obsessed with our own opinion. I will tell you how I should fast. I think I'm gonna, I'll have this and I'll have that because my fast is my fast, it's between me and God. I'll confess my way because that's me between me and God. I will tithe my way because that's between me and God. Me, me, me. I talk to myself, I agree with myself because I like the guy I see in the mirror. Okay, khalas, cool. We feel the same way. We move on, right? But when we do this, we actually separate ourselves from God. And so we must choose the life of togetherness in order to be settled in God. Togetherness with our brothers and sisters. I want you to think about the story of the resurrection and St. Peter Saint, and St. John and Mary Magdalene, St. Mary Magdalene. This story is awesome because Mary Magdalene is the first one to realize that the tomb is empty. So she freaks out and she goes and she tells Peter and John, right? And so she goes and tells Peter and John and what happens? Mary told them, so then they went to the tomb. Peter goes to the door of the tomb and he got there first. And then John goes in the tomb and then Mary does what? Mary sees the Lord. Together, they helped each other get to Christ. Each one took a step forward. And every step you took closer, you got closer to God. I cannot stress how important it is if you want to be settled with God, that we have relationships in our lives that bring us closer to Him. Oh, well, we're friends because we go to church. No, just because we go to church doesn't mean we're all friends and doesn't mean we're all doing the right thing, okay? That's a fact. Even within our church, it is important that we choose godly friends. We choose godly brothers and sisters that edify us. And we seek to edify others. These are people who are encouragers in word and deed. This is the friend that will look you in the eye when you are sinning and say you're off base. Wake up and come back. This is not the abuna I know. This is not the person I know. These are the people that you want to be like because you see their spiritual goals and their spiritual focus. Say, I want to be like that. I want to taste God this way. 
In the book of Sirach, chapter 6, verse 16, Ben Sirach says that a faithful friend is a medicine of life, and he that fears the Lord will find him. He that fears the Lord will find him. So when we choose the life with Christ, we choose it through the friends that we pick first, the people in our lives that we pick first. And this is not just for the youth. This is for everybody. All of us, we need friends that lift us up toward heaven and not pull us from it. So the first thing that we must do to settle our spirit is to link to God. The second thing that we have to do is to latch to Him, to latch to Him. So it says, you will be scattered each to his own and you will leave me alone. You will leave me alone. I don't know, whoever has kids here, if you've ever left your kid alone for a while when they're little, it's an unmitigated disaster. So I have a two-year-old and he is hilarious. Best if I'm tired and Tassoni's not home, well, then I'm sitting down and Isaac is running around the house and a couple days ago, this is exactly what happened. Isaac's running around the house. I'm not looking because I need a minute to myself. And all of a sudden, my son magically learned how to climb on top of a reclining chair. And he's taking the chair down. And he's looking at me like, this is fun. I'm like, nah, dude, this isn't going to work. <laughs> this isn't how it's going to go. This could have been, I got him before there was a head injury. And I had to explain to my wife why I'm an irresponsible parent. <laughs> but the funny thing is, sometimes... The same thing happens to us with God, is we, are, we, we leave God alone. And, but God's not the problem, we are. And when we take a step back from God, it's hard to hear his voice. So if I leave God somewhere, like I left Isaac somewhere, and I'm not looking and I'm not close by, I'm not going to hear the noises he's making when he's climbing the chair. I'm not going to see him moving up the chair. I'm not going to see the impending doom that is coming, right? It's the same thing with Christ when we leave him away from us, when we put distance between us and God. When we do this, what ends up happening is we don't realize what we're missing out on. And we say, no, 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 Abuna, I love God. I love him. But you know, like any relationship, we have our ups and downs. I need some space from God so I can do my thing. I need some space so I can do my thing. But I'll tell you, a loose attachment with God, a loose attachment with God is the reason you lose attachment to God. A loose attachment to God is the reason you lose attachment to God. Because if you keep God far enough away from you where you can't grab him when you need him, then it's hard to bring him close. You have to put more work in to get back to him. And so we must choose the life of connectivity with our Lord. And the story is Judas. Obviously, the story of Judas is the one that I think penetrates the heart of this. Judas did not betray Christ just on Covenant Thursday. This is when it happened officially. But Judas began to betray Christ when he took money from the money box. When he knew how much the, the spike nard was, and he questioned the decision of the Lord. And he said, why did we use the spike nard? We could have used this to make more money. He was betraying time and time again before he ever told them it's him. And the same thing happens to us. It's subtle. 
our disconnection from the Lord is subtle. One day you think you're with Him, but you're not locked in, you're not consistent in your prayer or your relationship in your Bible, or you're not consistent in the things that you don't allow in your life. And I blink, and one day I'm on the outside looking in. And now, oh my goodness, is Siam gay? When I'm when I'm I can't do this, right? It's difficult. So the problem is we get further and further away, and then it's too hard to come back. So we start to have despair. We start to have despair. And it's because what we did is we got comfortable being away from him. The Khammasin is supposed to be a time of celebrating the resurrection. But we don't celebrate the resurrection bas. We celebrate the resurrection with the joy of our prayer. We celebrate the resurrection with the joy of our Bible reading. Because when we sit with God's promises, He grafts us back into Him. And when that's happening, and I feel God because I'm praying, and I'm reading my Bible, and I'm connected to this, it's very hard for me to disconnect from God. It's very hard for me to have lustful thoughts. It's very hard for me to be quick to anger. It's very hard for me to be filled with pride. It's very hard for me to stumble in the things that weigh me down because I am already being lifted up by the Most High. I am already being lifted by the Most High. And in Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 14 and 15, the prophet says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. You are my praise. So the first way that we, um, that we get to the settled spirit is we link to God. The second way is that we latch to Him. And the third way and the last way is that we listen to Him. At the very end of the Gospel, it says that the things I have spoken to you, I have spoken that in me you may have peace. So Christ speaks to give us peace. He speaks to give us peace. But the funny thing is, I want you to think about if we are not connected to God, how peace sounds. That's what peace sounds like. Why? Because we're not attuned to his ears. We're not attuned to his voice. We must constantly be refining our relationship with God's voice in our lives. I'll tell you a funny story. So, obviously, you can tell right? my Arabic is horrible. Um, what, when I first married my wife, one of the things that I realized is my, my in-laws speak a lot of Arabic. So I had to learn a lot of Arabic on the fly. So we would only visit once every six months. So we'd be sitting there, and the first five minutes, everybody's high, high, high. What are we going to talk about? We would sit there and smile. Until my wife comes back and then she translates. And it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Okay? When finally I said, no, I need to figure this out. Because otherwise this is going to be really awkward for the next 35 years. <laughs> I would prefer this not to happen. So I would spend more time with them. I would walk with them when they would walk. I would ask questions about things. And then when I didn't understand a word, what was that? And bit by bit I learned more and more. It's still bad when I speak it. That's khalas, and at least it's better. You know, than it was. At least in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, right? So, <laughs> so the point is, you have to feed the muscle in order to hear him clearly. You must do the work to listen. Because if we don't do this, then we will suffer a lot. 
But the suffering is not the tribulation of bad things to happen. No, that's not what it is. The real suffering, the real suffering is that I am restless and I don't know how to be restful. This is the real suffering, is I'm chasing things in my life and none of these things are filling me. God, how do I fix it? The relationship with Him is how we fix it because we hear Him. But if we don't hear Him, if we don't talk to Him, if we're not connected to Him, then we suffer in the worst way. We're going in a circle and we can't fix our problem. So how do we listen? The number one way that we listen, whether you're young or you're uh, an adult, is the relationship with the Father of Confession. In Abu Taraf, your father of confession is the person that the Lord, you are asking the Lord to speak through, to give advice for your life. So when we pray a spirit and a spirit of humility before confession, God, give me the words through your servant that I may know what to do with my life, how to deal with this problem, how to let go of this pain or this resentment or this grudge. This is how we grow. This is how we grow. And all of this comes back to one point. We are scattered when we are not connected to God. And when we are, when we are connected to God, we are settled. We are settled in peace. And St. Augustine, the blessed St. Augustine, is my buddy, we'll talk. He said to me, not me, he says, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He said, you have made us for yourself, O Lord. And our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Our hearts are restless until they rest in you. If you think that the problems in your marriage are too big to deal with, if you think the problems with your children are too much to deal with, if you think the problems with work, sickness, frustration, pain, not getting into the school of your dreams, whatever pain you are carrying, you are restless because you have not cast your cares on the one who gives rest. I ask all of us as we come to the close of this blessed season, choose this season to lift your heart to him and say, Lord, I am tired. When my hands are like this, carrying these things, I can do nothing. But when my hands are like this, raised to the heavens, calling on my father to take away my pain, then I change then I change. So to sum it up, the three ways that we settle the heart. Number one, link to God. Number two, latch to Him. And number three, listen for His voice. May each one of us choose the life of a settled heart, that we are elevated to the ascension where the Lord is, giving us the peace that we need every day of our lives. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.